Welcome into the End of Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com. Tom Leach and pinch hitting for Jim Goodman this week is Ellis Starr, who you can see Ellis's picks each week in various places. And for Keelan Select customers, where they where can they find them, Ellis? Uh, it's on the uh, actually they put it on the Keelan site in the media section now, which everybody can get them. Keelan slash media slash news. It's under the Keelan Select, but it's the pick of the day. It's right next to your stuff. There you go. You can find that uh, each week from Ellis Star. So we're going to take a look at the late pick four on the Saturday night card at Churchill Downs, as this is another one of those Downs After Dark cards. We've got a couple of stakes races. Uh, the grade three winning colors is actually outside the pick four. It's in the, I think, the fifth race. They had a small but very good field. So the pick four starts in the eighth race. It includes the Kirtana, which we'll get to in a minute, but it starts with an allowance optional claimer. Three-year-olds and up going a flat mile, one-turn mile at Churchill. Uh, how did you see this one, Ellis? Uh, I like uh, 8, 10, and 1, Tom. The guest suite, Big Dreaming and Dreammaker. And it looks like none of them are really the favorites here, The uh, or there's no real favorite. I think 7 and 2, Big Dreaming might be the morning line. Uh, I'll start with guest suite. This is an interesting horse who, when the Oakland handicap is way over his head, in my opinion, and before that, he ran in a classified allowance Oklahoma with a big purse. That's a $107,000 purse, and that's just like a stakes race. And that wasn't a mile. It was a two-turn mile. This is a one-turn mile. But he ran really big. And he also has a couple wins at Churchill, one back in November of 2019 in a very similar race to this one, uh, optional claiming allowance that he, I shouldn't say a win, well, he, he got beat a nose, and then he got moved up via DQ. Uh, so if I just a line, draw a line through the last race, I think you're looking at a horse in good form, who has free form at Churchill, and he's in for the optional claiming price because he's well past this allowance condition. He's won seven races in his career. So he's my top pick. Then Big Dreaming is an interesting horse. Came back from the layoff October to April. Uh, didn't run well at all at Churchill. But that's on the grass. Right before that, before the layoff, last October, Keelan at the one lower, one lower uh, not one or two allowance level, uh, he pressed the pace in second, drew off nicely, got a big echo base speed figure. Uh, not sure why they put him back on the grass coming back. Maybe it was to try the grass. Maybe they couldn't find a race to fill at this level. But since then, he put in two really nice workouts. Uh, actually, one before, one after. But the most recent was 58 and 3 fifths. So he's in good form, second off the layoff, back on dirt, and that representative race is good. And then Dreamaker on the rail, coming back from the layoff since January, ran in the Fred Hooper, ran in the Grade 2 King Edward. In between that is only allowance races a win. That was a Woodbine September. And he also has a win at Churchill and a win in allowance company on the dirt off the layoff, like the one he's coming back today, back in February 2019. And just like Big Dreaming, he's got some nice work. So going to start with 8, 10, and 1 here. No favorites, I think, in the 8. I did not have a strong opinion in here. Uh, ended up with Big Dreaming, like the, uh, the 95 uh, buyer figure from last fall at Keeneland. And then, um, as you mentioned, really working well for the second start off the layoff. I also like the cutback angle from a longer distance to a one-turn mile here. But uh, I wanted to spread out a little bit. I liked uh, my sixth sense, the three, uh, who's two, two, and one at uh, Churchill Downs. Two wins, two seconds, and a third from eight starts. Uh, empty Tomb. It's uh, Maker and Santana. Santana. Maker's been on fire lately. Uh, Guest Suite. Uh, I like the four wins at a mile, and including uh, is the one you mentioned at uh, Churchill. And then I'm also going to throw in Mailman Money just to try to catch a price that um, this horse um, has three wins and two of them 
have come at Churchill Downs. So maybe this is his best track. A little light on, on speed figures, but uh, I'm going to take a shot and throw him in the pick four ticket as well to try to uh, boost the payoff if we can get lucky. Ninth race is the Kirtana. Phillies and Mayors forward up a mile and a half on the turf. I did not have a strong opinion here. I ended up taking Temple City Terror, two wins from three starts at Churchill, and hasn't been this trip, mile and a half, but it's a granddaughter of Dynaformer, and that kind of bloodline ought to be able to handle a mile and a half with no trouble. Uh, Delika's got two wins at Churchill. It's the horse that uh, in, the, in her earlier in her career was a turf sprinter. Now she's going a mile and a half, but uh, I think... With Al Stahl, uh, his horses have run well this spring at Churchill, and uh, she likes the track. Passed the plate, uh, ran well in her first try at a mile and a half for Paul McGee, so I'm going to use that one. Uh, Delta's Kingdom, I'm going to throw in here. I'm not real high on this horse, two for 19 overall, but uh, I'm going to put her on the ticket. And then the other one I'm going to take a look at is Naomi Broadway. Uh, This horse um, ran well numbers-wise in the first start off the, the layoff, for Paula Lobo, and uh, they put her in a stake at Keeneland in the fall meet last year, so maybe they uh, think she's got a lot of upside left, so I'm going to throw that one on the ticket as well. Again, trying to catch a price in here because I'm going to go with a big favorite uh, in the next race. So how do you see the Kirtana? I'm trying to catch a price too, Tom, and this is actually my Keeneland select, uh, call it the pick of the day, it's really the one I do, and it was, as I said, keeneland.com slash media slash news. Um, and I'm going to use the three horses you talked about, I don't need to really talk about them, past the plate, the leak at Delta King, they're all coming out of the grade three, but which I think he is like dropping class, but they're all little knocks. Delta Kingdom has two wins in five seconds and never won at 12 furlongs. The leak has never won at 12 furlongs and kind of got close in the bewitch and not sure what the reason was, but she backed up from third to fifth in the last eighth and then a past the plate rallied from tenth to third in that race. But I'm trying to get a price here with a couple of horses. And again, there's a lot of detail in this one in that blog I'm doing. I'm going to use the two first course and the seven third some quarter. And I'm also going to see them exactly and stuff, which is why I thought this was a great blog race. They come out of an allowance race at Kingdom, a mile and a half. And just to kind of put this in perspective, Delta Kingdom ran second to the witch. I got a 98 Echo Bay speed figure. I only mention that because that's just a measure of comparison for me, like other people use buyers or wrist figures. Well, first course won allowance race on April 22nd, the day before the witch. Got a 95 figure. And Sersom Quarter was fourth in that race. The difference was that first course was making her second start off the layoff. She ran fifth in a comeback race uh, for, uh, at Tampa in March after being off four months. And Sersom Quarter had been off six months, October to April, and ran fourth. Sersom Quarter has a win Saratoga at 11 furlongs, breaking her maiden last year. So she's definitely going to get 12 furlongs. She's a four-year-old. As his first course, they can both improve in my mind. Um, and first course, as I said, that was her first try at a mile and a half, and she won. So I'm hoping the two of the seven gets home, but I am going to use two, five, seven, eight, and ten here. What about the tenth race? First level allowance, three-year-olds and up, seven furlongs. Well, I think probably what you're doing, since I see you've got five by five so far. For me, i got three by five. This is where you got to find a single one. I think Aloha West stands out, even money, morning line. I really try to make case every other horse in the race. I kept drawing lines through them, uh, even the second choice. Uh, I can't remember. That might have been Derby Day. Aloha West won first out, made special at Oakland in February. Very mature, coming from eight lengths back and six. You don't get that out of a first-timer. And was flattered when the runner-up won. Then didn't show up second time out. 
for those of Good Horses Not Race, American Mandate could give you a book on wealth since then. Then came back in Keeneland on April 9th and same style. Last of eight early, beating a nose on the wire. Uh, got some pace in here with incorrigible and derby gate. I think Aloha West is a single. There's really not much else to say about the 10th. Yeah, I can't really add anything to that. That's who I'm going to single as well. So I'm trying to catch a price in these other races to um, make the pick four pay a little bit. The 11th race is a starter allowance, three-year-olds and up on the turf going a mile and a 16th. And this is the uh, horses that are around the 50K level in, in claiming company. Uh, didn't have a strong opinion here. I ended up on Chantry Flats, who comes off a nice win on April 27th at Churchill and uh, showed good speed, but she didn't have to be on the lead. Uh, so uh, I think she can uh, sit back off of it a little bit if she needs to. Not a strong opinion here, but uh, thinking that uh, she might get a little bit of a price trying to take a step up in class here. Summer Place ran well in the first start for Joe Sharp. So I think that one's going to be uh, really tough. Casanova Kitten for Wesley Ward. Uh, Catholic Guilt I threw in here. The horse is new to the Barkley Barn and is bred for turf. So uh, maybe they've picked this one up with the idea of running her on the grass, uh, running him on the grass. And then Perfect Cut is a uh, McPeak runner and did show some improvement last time. So again, kind of looking for a price. I'm going to throw that one in. So I'm going to go five deep on the pick four. But the win pick is uh, Chantry Flats. So how'd you see the 11th? Well, that's my win pick as well, Shanty Flats. I like everything you're saying. You know, this is thing about this race when we read the conditions. This is a starter allowance, but it's never won a race other than maiden or claim. Never won a race of the maiden claiming and started for a claim price of 50 or less or the optional claiming. Really, if the horse has won multiple claiming, they're still eligible, which is unusual. And Shanty Flats has three career wins. Uh, only one of the horses in the field, I believe, has three wins. And that's kind of an edge when uh, a trainer can catch a condition like this. Uh, coming out of a down winners of uh, two last time and uh, and win the third and still be eligible for basically a down winners of three claiming race, but not eligible to be claimed because it's a starter. Uh, so Shanty Flats for sure. I'm with you on the uh, three summer place. Uh, I'm with you on uh, the seven Casanova Kitten. Uh, I'm using the ten Exult. Uh, has uh, way more seconds and wins four seconds to one win. But that last race, a little troubled, bumped early, uh, got within a length of the lead at a mile on the grass at Keeneland. Uh, just maybe coming around now on the Gaffleyon Road, her one before that, or him, I should say, rallied nicely the second, beating three quarters. So throwing him and throwing in the four Beach Walker, uh, actually, uh, it was my second pick here, and this horse is dropping out of allowance. Ha- has hardly running claiming races in 14 starts. Third in a maiden claimer, third beating the neck in a three-horse photo in a, 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 a starter allowance like this one, and then came back off a layoff, ran fourth and sixth. Let Bruce stays on. Uh, this was kind of a little classic, dropping out of those really uh, expensive allowance races. So three, four, seven, eight, ten for me to finish the ticket. How'd you structure your pick four ticket? So it's going to be one eight ten in race eight, two five seven eight ten in race nine, single to two in race ten. And three, four, seven, eight, ten, and race eleven. I think that's thirty-seven fifty for fifty cents, or seventy-five bucks if you want to spend a dollar. I uh, went five deep in the first leg, three, four, eight, nine, ten. Five deep in the second leg, one, four, five, eight, ten. Single the next one, and then five deep in the third leg or in the fourth leg, 
three, five, six, seven, eight. So five by five by one by five, and that's sixty-two fifty for a fifty-cent ticket. So uh, spending a little more and hoping to, in doing that, catch one of those prices in there somewhere. That uh, if we're right on Aloha West, we're gonna need to catch a price somewhere to make this thing pay uh, a decent amount. Ellis, appreciate you uh, stepping in for Jim this week. Best of luck to all of our listeners wherever you're playing this weekend. And we'll see you next week for another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.